You're listening to a Sales Culture Toddcast with Todd Cohen. Hi, everyone. This is Todd Cohen, and welcome to my Tuesday Toddcast on Sales Culture. Everyone's in sales. So, today's a special day for me because yesterday I got some great medical news. Two years ago, I was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And in the first two years after you have treatment, in my case, I had a robotic surgery procedure performed by Dr. David Lee at the University of Pennsylvania. Typically within the first two years, you're checked pretty closely because if there's gonna be a recurrence of the disease, the first two years are especially sensitive times. Well, yesterday I had my most recent PSA test, blood test, and I'm thrilled that the test came back negative. So I'm two years with no reoccurrence, needless to say, I'm feeling great. So why am I talking about that on today's Toddcast? Well, it reminds me of of an article that I wrote just about two years ago, just after my surgery. That article was called, How a Single Conversation Saved My Life. It's a great story about how, in fact, everybody is selling all the time in how a single conversation can perhaps be the most important conversation of your life. I'm living proof of that. What I'd like to do is read this article as I wrote it originally, and then I'll share some additional thoughts at the end. So here we go. How a single conversation saved my life. Every conversation is a selling moment. This has been my signature message and a cornerstone of my keynote and workshops on sales culture for years. At times, yes, that phrase, everyone and every conversation is a selling moment. It's met with some skepticism, a smirk, eye rolls, raised eyebrows, maybe a little laugh. I'm used to it. The minute you say sales, everybody turns weird. Because, you know, selling and salespeople, we suffer from a terrible stereotype, negative stereotype of selling. However, here is a real-life example of how this fact changed and saved my life, literally. I've been sharing my story about a recent brush with cancer, and what I want to share now is how my own journey began a few years earlier and long before my own diagnosis. How a simple and seemingly innocuous conversation had an intense impact on me that led to a life-saving decision. Let me take you back to May of 2013. I was at a networking event and I saw a friend of mine who I had not seen in a year or so. I walked up to him and after a handshake and a hug, I asked, how are you? He mentioned that he was getting better and feeling stronger. I wasn't sure what he meant, but human instinct and my own fears kicked in and told me that there had been probably some sort of health issue. He went on to tell me that he had been found to have prostate cancer and he just finished his treatments. Bam! (laughs) There it was in living color. My own fear of cancer staring me in the face and reawakened in the light of my friend's reality. 
Ever since my own father died of a brain tumor in 1989, I've had an, an almost abnormal fear of getting my own diagnosis of cancer. And you know, as we get older and we hear more stories of our peers getting ill and dealing with issues like this, we're constantly and more often being faced with our own fears and mortality. That's just the way it is. Deal with it. That's what I always told myself. As I was listening to my friend tell a story, I felt that sinking, you know, in the pit of my stomach. And I began to silently and, and violently chastise myself for having neglected making my own appointment for my annual physical. In fact, I was way, way overdue to see my doctor. Knowing that my friend was, wasn't much older than I was, I thought to myself, could this happen to me? Nah, there's no way. One of the first questions I asked him was, how did he find out that he had prostate cancer? And of course, this led to a conversation about him seeing his doctor and getting his PSA blood level checked. Now, the PSA is a, is a test for prostate cancer. It's somewhat controversial. Different people have different opinions on it. For me, it saved my life, and I fully recommend it to everybody who should and is eligible to take this test. I knew something about the test because I had a friend getting diagnosed nine years earlier with the same thing. My friend and I talked for about 30 minutes and not wanting to monopolize his time, I gave him a hug and pledged to be in touch soon and not let the time go by as it had. A pledge, you know, for the most part I've kept. The final comment that he shared with me was to get my physical and get the blood test. A perfect and true selling moment if there ever was one. You see, my friend and I, because of a very innocent conversation, he influenced me. He sold me on doing something I was afraid to do, go see my doctor. So let me go forward a month to June of 2013. I went for my physical and asked my doctor for the PSA test. He didn't give me an argument, and there wasn't, wasn't any pushback. In fact, he thought it was a great idea. It's honestly nothing more than a box to be checked on the lab forms when they draw blood for the standard blood tests. Totally painless and a complete non-issue in terms of actually getting it done. Now, I really wanted to believe that I would not be in the same shoes as my friend. You know, denial and fear are powerful emotions. Two days later, I got an email from the medical system letting me know that I could log on to my personalized profile and see my results. Let me tell you, not a good idea for a hypochondriac at 3 a.m. So I did it, I logged on, put in my ID and password, felt like the internet was running really slow that night, found the test, and started scanning the results. My heart was pounding, and I was beginning to break out into a cold sweat. I finally arrived at the line that indicated my PSA score. When I saw the number, I froze. 5.5. The normal level is zero to four, and I was obviously out of range. I flipped out. My mind immediately raced. I got very frightened. I thought, that's it, I have cancer, I'm a dead man. I panicked and felt that awful chill run down my spine, and I broke out in another cold sweat. I knew I wasn't getting back to sleep. I literally couldn't breathe for a moment or two, and then I went into this mental free fall. My thoughts just kept running away with me. 
To make it even worse, my wife was gone. She had gone to Florida to see her father, and I was alone to stare at that computer screen and think the worst. I started to cry, and then I thought about the conversation a month earlier with my friend, and through the few tears that I shed and some extreme anxiety, I thought about how this was no coincidence that we reconnected. I've always been a believer in fate and karma, and by gosh, that conversation, that random meeting at that networking meeting was no accident. So what do you think I did? I called the doctor the next morning, 9.30 a.m. to be exact, when they start answering the phones to talk about the results. And my doctor, thank goodness he's old school, took the call immediately. He hadn't even seen my results yet. I looked at them online before he saw them. Also not a great idea. And as he was trying to talk me off the ledge and convince me I wasn't going to die immediately, I thought simultaneously of the conversation that I had with my friend and I mouthed a silent and heartfelt thank you for hearing his story, for taking his counsel and seeing my doctor. I had been afraid to see my doctor and he sold me on sucking it up and going. I am grateful he closed me on making the appointment. Rarely has a day gone by where I do not feel profoundly appreciative for that moment just a month earlier. You just never know where a conversation will lead. Every conversation matters to someone. Every conversation counts. Every conversation is a selling moment and an opportunity to influence somebody. Do not bet against me on this. You know, far too often we forget or simply don't know the impact we have on people with our words and stories. Every single time we connect, whether it's the written word, a text, or hopefully a live conversation, we are imparting something remarkable to someone else. You know, images, buying images, are created very, very quickly. And those images guide our reactions about how we hear what is being said. The words and our presence in those instances influence, educate, motivate, and yes, inspire. It's a moment where, with your words, you have the chance to even save a life. In this case, it was mine. You see, friends, every conversation has powerful impact. So let's shed the negative stereotype of sales and use our conversations for influencing people to do good. In this case, my friend influenced me to take care of myself. I'm here today because he sold me on doing the right thing. I'm Todd Cohen. Thanks for listening. To hear more exciting Toddcasts or to book Todd live for your event, please visit toddcohen.com slash book dash Todd. That's toddcohen.com slash book dash Todd or call 866-515-9445.